Hey, what's up, guys, and welcome to the Stories About Photos podcast. This is a podcast for landscape photographers who love to hear the stories behind the photograph. You know, these are the stories that we sit around the campfire with our friends and laugh about later. You know those stories of when you saw that epic shot, but then right after you pressed the shutter, you fell into the lake. I'm your host, David Johnston, so sit back and relax as we discover the stories about photos. Hey, what's up, guys, and welcome into the podcast. I'm your host, David Johnson. This is the Stories About Photos podcast, but you probably just heard that from the intro, so on with the show. Now, in the today's podcast, we're going to talk a lot about second chances, and I think second chances are really something that go hand in hand with landscape photography and and photography in general. I mean, think about it when you're first starting out or when you were first starting out, you probably went through a lot of trial and error with your photography. Like, for example, when I go out and I would shoot waterfalls, well, I would try something that I thought might work, look at the back of my camera or look at the photos when I got them back on my computer screen and I would think, This looks pretty good, but I wish I would have done this and then log that away for future reference for the next time that I go out and do that same type of photography. That's really how I taught myself about landscape photography. That's really how I taught myself about um, becoming a better photographer, really looking at photographs, trying to figure out what I like and what I don't like. I think why the question why is the biggest part of photography that a lot of people miss is trying to self-evaluate or self-audit yourself um, about what you like in photography for your own photos and then what you wish would be added into it based on what you're not good at in photography. And, th- and that's a real learning specialty that I think a lot of people are lacking right now in photography is creative thinking. But second chances allow you to self-evaluate and then figure out what you did wrong so you can correct it next time in the field. And, and that really happened to me the very first time I tried star trail photography. And if you don't know anything about star trail photography, it's those photos of like circular star paths or linear star paths behind maybe something in the foreground or something that's the subject of the photograph. And I really wanted to try this out. So the first time I go out and try and I try a single 45 minute exposure and I have hot spots all over the photograph because I was using a really bad camera. It had terrible low light quality and it, it was just bad. I don't even think I posted the photograph anywhere, but it was a good learning experience and, and helped me with editing you know, image noise and night photography when I bring that back onto my computer. But the second time I went to shoot Star Trails, was really the first time that I tried merging a bunch of different photographs together. And I think I took about a hundred different photos and merged all those together. And it was of a award-winning bridge for for architecture design 
in Middle Tennessee, and it's called the Natchez Trace Bridge. And the Natchez Trace is this long, winding road that goes from Nashville to Natchez, Mississippi. And it's a beautiful parkway if you ever want to drive it. It's an amazing place to go shoot, especially mornings are like my favorite time to shoot there. And there's some really scenic roads really scenic uh, overlooks there of Tennessee, like hilly valleys in Tennessee and lowlands. It's really cool. It's a cool place to go shoot if you're ever near Nashville and you want to go shoot somewhere that's a little more landscapey than, you know, Nashville is because Nashville is not really a landscape photography destination. But head out to the Natchez Trace and you'll be happy with what you see there. But Oh, and don't fly your drone there. You know, uh, it is federal property since it is a national parkway. Um, I almost got fined $500 for flying my drone there, but that's another story for another day. So I go out there and I want to shoot star trails behind the Natchez Trace Bridge. And I, first of all, I have no idea where the North Star is. I want to get circular star trails, have no idea where the North Star is. So I have no idea what path my star trails are going to take. And I get out there and I just start blindly shooting and I get it back on my computer and I merge them all together. And I'm like, oh, that looks pretty cool. I really like it. And I got a lot of good feedback from when I shared it on social media. But there was still something missing and I, I couldn't exactly figure it out until when I got really good at star trail photography and really got into star trail photography composition like where do you want that circular path to start where do you want the star paths to land based on your foreground like all these things go into it and planning a good star trail composition and I figured out I wanted circular paths behind the bridge itself. I wanted more of the bridge and the photograph not cut off on either side like my previous one was. And I wanted the colorization to be a lot more realistic. You know, if you go out and shoot at night and you just keep your camera on like auto white balance, you're probably going to get some pretty bizarre colors that go on. And I wanted to shoot it with a perfect Kelvin temperature white balance and if you don't know anything about that like Kelvin temperature probably anywhere like 3500 to 52 5300 is going to be really good for nights based on your ambient light in the atmosphere so I wanted to shoot it with the white with the right white balance as well and uh, I finally got the opportunity to go out there I was really excited. Uh, it was it was not too cold of a night, and I go out there. You know, I'm setting my camera up. I'm getting my gloves on, my coat, my hat, and I just parked on the side of the road that's near the bridge itself. And I just walk out into the field, basically like nothing could ever go wrong, right? That's how you always feel in landscape photography, right before something goes a little bit awry. And I'm setting up, I'm actually shooting a vlog for my YouTube channel and I'm shooting and I'm shooting, I'm shooting, trying to, trying to talk you through the star trail photography process, what I'm trying to shoot and, and kind of what I've set the composition up to be like. And all of a sudden I hear car doors shut and I was like, that was weird. I'm kind of in the middle of nowhere, but you know, we'll keep going. So I keep talking. And then I start to see these weird like lights keep flashing in the distance. 
And I was like, maybe I should stop talking for a second and kind of just figure out what this is. So I start walking towards these strange lights and sound, which is exactly what you shouldn't do, you know, based on all of the horror movies that you see. Keep in mind, this is like one o'clock in the morning that I'm going out and shooting this. So I'm walking towards these strange objects and sounds that are going on. And all of a sudden, somebody yells from me in the distance, stop where you are and put up your hands. Hey guys, we're going to get back to the podcast in just a second. I know I kind of left you on a cliffhanger there, but I wanted to talk about this podcast sponsorship. This podcast is actually sponsored by itself, and basically it's sponsored by you. Have you ever heard of Patreon? Well, Patreon is a site that you can visit, and you can actually support your favorite podcasts on a monthly donation. Now, all it takes to support Stories About Photos podcast is $5 a month. That's really, really cheap if you think about it. That's, I don't, I'm not a mathematician, but only a few cents a day. So if you want to keep hearing Stories About Photos podcasts and actually getting your favorite landscape photographers to come on the podcast, then I need a little bit of support to bring those people on so that you can hear stories behind your favorite photos that you see on social media or on their websites. So if you could go to www.patreon.com slash stories about photos. Now that's again, patreon.com forward slash stories about photos. All right, guys, back to the podcast. Okay, so I hear this voice call out to me from a distance in a very harsh tone for me to stop and put my hands up. Now, obviously, this is clearly the police, but I'm taken off guard a little bit. Number one, I know I'm on federal property. Number two, I haven't seen any hours posted for the park. And number three, it's two in the morning. They have no idea what I'm doing, who I am, why I'm out there. It's pitch black. They can't see me because I don't have a flashlight. Everybody's kind of confused at this point. So there are two police officers walking towards me, me frozen with my hands in the air. They probably can't even see my hands because I'm wearing black gloves. And I have like all this photo equipment and they're trying to figure out what's going on. So they finally get up to me and they're like, what's going on? What are you doing? And I kindly explain, at least I hope so. You know, I'm just out here shooting night photography, trying to shoot star trails. And they're like, what are star trails? And I go into this long explanation. You know, I, if somebody asks you about photography, like you get excited, you want to explain it to them. So I start giving them this long explanation of star trail photography. And they kind of cut me off short. And they're like, we just want to make sure that you weren't going to jump off the bridge, to be honest. And look, I'm not trying to make light of that at all, but I was not going to jump off the bridge. Number one, I was under the bridge instead of on top of it. Uh, and number two, I'm a very happy person. I don't want to end my life in that sort of manner. So 
we talk it out and and they're like well the park kind of closed when the sun when the sun goes down but i can see you're out here not really doing any troubling things so carry on finish your star trail photo or whatever you're doing and uh finish up and just go on home so uh i finish out the sequence and and finish filming Uh, i mean at this point like Look, they have guns, and there's a lot of stuff going on in the news right now about police officers who kind of do something a little too soon before they know what the other person is going to do or vice versa, and it could have been a really bad situation, to be honest. So I'm a little uneasy. I'm kind of shaky, uh, and I finish out the Star Trail photo and bring everything back onto the computer to edit. Number one, I have everything in the right place. It's a beautiful composition, but there's these like few clips in the middle of the sequence of star trails that have this weird light cast on them in the foreground of the grass. And I finally figured out it was, it was the police. It was the cops shining their light on my composition. And I was a little taken off I was a little ticked off about it because it kind of ruined my composition I have one small gap in my star trails based on what they shine their light on me for but overall I just want to say after this story is all completed I had to look back on the experience and kind of thought back to myself about wow what an incredible experience uh, not really being stopped by the police but the whole learning from my mistakes in the past from star trail photography and then coming back and doing it the right way figuring out what was wrong and and that's essentially how you get better in photography that's essentially how you look at your own photos and pick them apart and then figure out what you could do better the next time you're out in the field i'm a huge advocate of that like if i go if i take you out on a workshop and you sign up on a workshop with me what i'm going to do predominantly is let you take the photograph that you want And then we're kind of going to go through and walk through the steps on how that photo could be better. Um, And I think it's a really good learning experience for people to see another vision in photography and see like what composition can look like if you really think through the process. And I think that's what all photographers listening need to know and need to do whenever they're going out and shooting is really think about how I did something wrong and be able to look back at yourself on that and figure out how to correct it for the next time.